Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information. Planned Parenthood released a marketing video for Trump. I, I'm kind of torn about that. <laughs> I, I, me too. National Museum of African American History has a little to teach us about whiteness. They're, they're getting a billion dollars a year from the feds. Oh, they're privileged. Oh. A bunch of white people. Florida <laughs> is working on its social justice math. Oh, really? With the coronavirus. Oh, okay. yeah. Hey. You know, two plus two equals. Hey, that's white. Five. That's whiteness. <laughs> that's that, that that's whiteness. That's is. Protestant. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Cross Politic. It is good to be with you, Pastor Toby Chalk Knox. I'm the Water Boy. Create. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be hearing a lot. What, of what is he doing? Sorry, <laughs> I think he's trying to do this. Yeah. There you go. See, that's there what, you that's go. What it's been you were close. Twenty twenty has just been that. That's all twenty twenty is. Twenty twenty, just over and over again. Oh, what? <laughs> That's actually what 2020 is. <laughs> Make sure you guys download the app, join the club, and sign up for our Fight, Laugh, Feast conference. We hey, hope to see you guys there in October. You, you did it. Yeah, you all, did all three. It. Okay, um, also, are, are you coming to the uh, Grace Agenda? Mm. Yeah, I am. Are you going to be there? We're yeah. going to be there. <laughs> Thanks. We're going to be there. Good. Come I'm, hell or high water, we're I, doing I'm it. I'm speaking. Are you? Yeah. What, what you talking about? Uh, how to be a person. This is going to be very short. <laughs> no. And really, we no. have a problem being persons now. Ha- have you not been in 2020? What, Point taken. We, Point we taken. How, to be, how to be a person. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I want a little simple. We're, we're just going with how to be a person. <laughs> like, the, 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 bar, the bar is right it's there. So the bar is right there. It's like how, how to be people, mm, human beings, made in God's funny. image. Let's oh, go for it. Oh. Let's do it. Bam, bam. <laughs> This show is brought to you by Moscow Family Dentistry, and I totally lost the the, the stuff, the things, the the thing I was supposed, to, supposed say. to say. It's at the top. Maybe you can tell us how to be a person. When you, <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. That's all we're doing. It's yeah, just how to how be to a be, person. Wow. But if you become a person and you have teeth. You should go see Moscow Family <laughs> Dentistry. Um, when you step into Moscow Family Dentistry in Moscow, Idaho, you'll know you found the perfect place for your family's care. In fact, all those people in there are people. Uh, and, yes. they, and they treat you like people. Our team loves helping kids grow into healthy adults. Dr. Ben Bowen I like him. knows that early experiences influence uh, basically how you're going to think about you know, dentists and oral health for the rest of your life. One negative experience can affect a child's outlook, and, mm-hmm. and they ain't never going back to the nope. dentist again. Mm-hmm. He ain't a person. Now. That's what they no. think if they get a bad dentist. But you can be sure your child will have a great experience at Moscow Family Dentistry. All my kids have gone there um, recently. Yeah, and, mine too. Uh, and they all had good experiences. Yeah. The services offered at Moscow Family Dentistry ensure that patients of all ages feel welcome from the earliest checkups to orthodontic evaluations. Dr. Ben Bowen will listen to your concerns and guide you through every stage. Go to Moscow Family Dentistry. Dot com if you'd like to find out more. And, and this also reminds me that if you guys are going to be coming to our conference and you have a company that you'd like to exhibit at our conference, go to our website and there's an exhibit form. Uh, we can only accept a certain amount of exhibitors, so exhibiting is limited, but you guys can go to our... Apply now. Space yeah. is limited. FightLaughFeast.com to apply. I would love to have your company uh, support our conference and love to have you guys join us at the conference. So uh, 
Planned Parenthood released an advertisement for um, Joe Biden. Huh. But it kind of was a Trump advertisement. Oh, okay. Fail. I would veto any legislation that weakens pro-life policies. Make America great again. Just close your eyes and imagine. <laughs> imagine. Imagine a leader who builds us up, not tears us down. But you knew then and you know now that march did not end in Montgomery. Who seeks thoughtful solutions to complex problems. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make progress. Complex on the problems. That matter most. Civil liberties, women's right to choose, civil rights. Manufacturing. Who seeks to help, not punish the most vulnerable. You cannot be charged more for the same health insurance as a man. Pregnancy can't be a pre Punish condition. the most vulnerable. I would codify Roe v. Wade and Casey. A leader. Not punish the most vulnerable. Isn't, isn't the founder of Planned Parenthood. punish the most vulnerable. Yeah. Isn't that Margaret Sanger? Yes. <laughs> yes. I thought we were tearing down statues. Yeah. You know, um, when our, uh, our state senator, Russ Fulcher, he wrote a letter asking. Congressman. That, uh, Congressman, he we, he wrote a letter asking uh, Margaret Sanger's um, like her. Um, she, she, there's a monument to her. Yeah, yeah. And, and asked it to be teared, torn down. You know what? This is interesting. Oh, oh, oh. So, so, That's I, awesome. I, yeah. But here we were talking about this. My yeah. wife and I, because you know we have fun conversations in the Shen household talking yeah. about poopy water and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. My wife was yeah. like, she's upset about the tearing down of statues, yeah. and she even got really upset about this. She's like, because there's not any markers being left of what we came from. Yeah. And yeah. so to tear, she's like, my kids need to know yeah. that Margaret Sanger once wanted to eradicate them. Right. Yeah. And you start removing landmarks of where we came from, and it's now true. we have no history of how well, where we're at now. True. And so now we, we end up really doomed to repeat it because yeah. there's no like, oh, we were here. Right. I, wonder, I wonder if we could start like some sort of museum that collects all these statues that's torn down right. and yeah. set it up in Moscow. But, 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 it's, <laughs> you know? but, it's, but here's the deal. It's not just tearing down the statue or, t- or removing them and putting them into a different place. No, no, no. These people were so arrogant enough to put the statue up right here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. That, that's how sinful man is. Yeah. Right. And so there is a there's a necessity to say, no, no, we need to understand something about our history and we need not to just tear it all down. Right. We need to. And it says something about where we came from and where we're currently at, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to just and I appreciate his sentiment of wanting to say, yes, let's remove Margaret Sanger. Yeah, if we want to talk about evil. Yeah, yeah. but well, what I'm talking about is let's remove the things that she promoted and stood for, like Planned Parenthood. Like whiteness. We don't, we don't want her ideology. Remove the actual uh, services. Right. Remove the actual company. Re- re- remove, remove the, the actual... world view yeah, right, that right. operates. But don't, but don't forget. But don't, you don't, can't forget. Don't forget the evil. You can't forget it. So, yeah. so should they leave uh, statues off of, of Lenin? Uh, I think so. In places, uh, yeah, absolutely. This is actually, this is actually my. I'm going to skip ahead. I, I, I want uh, the Smithsonian thing. Yeah, do it. The whole whiteness thing. Do it. Right. So the National Museum of African American History and Culture has this whole um, this whole thing uh, display. It's on their website yeah. right now. Um, aspects and assumptions of white culture. And yeah. I talked about this a little bit on the news brief last Thursday. Um, and uh, which is and, the reason they should download the app because we're ahead. It's right, um, but you know, identifying things of whiteness like rugged individualism, the nuclear family, a father and mother. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes on. It's like hard work, yeah. being polite mm-hmm. is considered whiteness now. You know, this is very offensive. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm now, not even joking. Now, now here's part and Protestant work ethic, um, uh, uh, delayed gratification. It's, yeah. it's, it's basically <laughs> Christianity. Yeah, with yeah. a few other little things mixed in. But the, the thing that's a little bit. Um, 
Well, it's awful. This is, this yeah. is awful. This is, this is racist. This has, this, yeah, this is absolutely this racist. This is racist. Yeah. Now, it's, we, we follow rigid time schedules. It's funded by the Smithsonian, which gets a billion dollars a year oh, from, from taxes. It's, it's yeah. a federal, uh, federally established museum um, yeah. company business. And, and to your point, though, I mean, I do have some mixed um, feelings because they're using this as propaganda. They're yeah, using absolutely. this as evangelism. For a false religion, a Marxist religion, whatever you want to call it, a woke religion. And um, at the same time, um, I think it's a museum. Mm-hmm. And what they'll hide behind is they'll say, we're just putting monuments here to, to what you oh, know, our yeah. history. Yeah, that's right. And and so that's what I think that's the part where you have to we have to decide tease out. We have to say, is this being used as evangelism and propaganda? Yeah, that's which right. is what Lenin statues were. Yeah, that's right. Honor right. honor this man. Yeah. Right. Um or is it really legitimately um, a, a memorial stone that yeah. says, "Remember what God delivered us from"? And right. yeah. and there's a there's a big difference there. Although a snapshot doesn't always capture the difference, right. you could have a snapshot but, of something, and and that's remember the trading post. I, I had a chance to see some of those trading posts where slaves were sold at. Yeah, and mm. and being able to go there, and the fact that it wasn't removed, right. Was still there. Was still there. Right. And guess what? There were and, no slaves and no, on it. And it's not being used. And it's not being used. And everybody hates it. Right. Right. We we hate the fact right. that, that we once did this. Well, it's like the Holocaust Museum. Right. If you go to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C., I mean, it's full of yeah. the horrors yeah. of the Holocaust. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. So we'll never forget. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we'll n- not, not to glorify Nazism, no, no, not we, to no. glorify Hitler, not right. to glorify anti-Semitism, yeah. right. um, but, but just the opposite of that. That's right. And so there's ways of, of, of dis- demonstrating that and, and, and reminding people of that. The thing is, is when you remove all the memories, you remove all the landmarks, okay, that, that makes you um, the most vulnerable people. That's right. You don't know who you are. Yeah. You have no roots. And now any and, and, and you are just you, people can manipulate you. You can be manipulated because right. you don't have the roots. You don't have the memories of, wait, I know how this happened. That's right. I know. I know what happened last time. Yeah. When they started making everybody wear something. Yeah, that's well, right. God, God to, uses, to be able to define who yeah, who, yeah, who, who, who was a real pe- who yeah. was a real person. Yeah, who was a real person? Who wasn't a person? And, yeah. and, and one Back of the your talking grace agenda. Um, <laughs> I was I was talking to a, a guy who works at ADF. He was talking about this. One of the goals of secularism is to completely remove us from history. Yeah. And, and one of the histories is the history we have in America, right. but also yeah. family history. Right. Who you were attached to? Who was your grandfather? What did your grandfather yeah. do? Because that tells you in your lineup who you should be, right. who you shouldn't be, yeah. how, how you should act. How right? to be a person. Um, how to be a per. Come on now. I see you. <laughs> I see come, what you're doing. Back. Well, mean, and, and this is why we have, I mean, David wasn't a perfect person. No. But we need to have right. <laughs> that history right. to understand well, that. And that's the thing, too, is wisdom is all about reading the history and actually sorting it out. Yeah. And recognizing that, yeah, David was a man after God's own heart. Um, God loved David. Yeah, God, he was a, a, a faithful man, and he was a grotesque sinner. Yeah, yeah. In, in particular ways, and and sorting that out. Otherwise, I mean, what you end up with is again, this goes back to being hurtable. Yeah, being yeah, able to right. be herded around yeah. is you don't have wisdom to see that people are. It's not all um, easy. You know, all the bad guys wear black shirts yeah. that says "bad guy" on them, right. and right. all That's the right. good guys wear white shirts yeah. or you know whatever. Like, yeah. no, it's not like that. Yeah. It, it's it, we're not caricatures. Stories are more complex. It's way more that. complex. Good guys that. have flaws, yes, and right. bad guys are still made in the image of God. That's right. right, and it's complex, and you have to. And wisdom means being able to. Being able to read that story and start seeing patterns in that story where you see um, those trends. That's right. 
But it's, That's right. But it's not like, you know, there's not like um, bad music playing when the bad guy comes in. Yep. Because we can't reason like that, we can't, when someone says, be like David, we're like, oh, wow. You want to be like what he did with Bathsheba. No, no, no. Or we say, don't be like David. Oh, you, you don't want to be a man after God's own heart. Right. But we, we can't hold those two right. worlds together. That's right. Go yeah. to harmonize those Go to two. Hebrews 11. Yeah, right. 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 The hall of faith. of all yeah. the men and women who live by faith. Yeah. You know, Samson was in there. And, and that, that's, a, that's a hall of monuments, yeah. a hall of statues. Yes. That's right. right. And none of those people. Were perfect. And None of course, of people were sinless. And of course, God marked, um, he, you know, he used the rainbow to mark a very atrocious event, the destruction of the world yeah. and the pro- and his promise. Those, yeah. those who both, held both, together. Uh, both so held together. you would never forget. Yeah. That's right. Let's talk about George Floyd. You said George Floyd's death was a terrible thing. Terrible. Why are African-Americans still dying at the hands of law enforcement in this country? And so are white people. So are white people. What a terrible question to ask. So are white people. <laughs> More white people, by the way. More white people. What a terrible I'm, question I'm to t- ask. I'm torn here on this. What because, a terrible question to ask. Because uh, we need to do that as a stinger for sure. But, what a terrible question but to But I'm ask. torn here because I think, obviously, the question she's asking is kind of like a get you, kind of got you, I'm gonna, I want to maneuver you kind of question. Right. Uh, but then also Trump's response I don't think was that good either in the sense that, you know, uh, you know tit for tat. It's kind of a tit for tat answer. Oh, you know, black people are dying. Well, guess what? You know, more white people are dying. By do you, the, do you by think the she was trying to trap Trump? Yeah, I think I think the questions like that absolutely are trying to maneuver. Maybe not so but much what, trap, but I mean, trying to maneuver. Could, she, she, well, she, you know? she, you know, she just said a fact, right? Why, why are black people still dying? Right, why are black people still dying mm-hmm. at the hands of the police? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, but then I don't know. I, I mean, I I appreciate. I mean, I think he could say. I mean, he could say it a little bit different, but it was, it's terrible. That's terrible, and a lot of white people are dying too. Yeah, so Knox, if is, um, if if I were to ask you that question, if you were President Trump right now, ooh, I'd be dead. If you were Black Trump, if you were Black dead. Trump right now, they kill me, kill how, me with an afro. How would you answer that question? Well, first, I, let me just say this: I think Christians need to stop getting our talking points from Trump, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think that we need to stop talking like politicians and start talking like Christians. Yeah, um, we got to remember that uh, we represent Christ. Right. We represent the, the Bible. And so when we talk, we yeah. want to talk in a way that represents that. So I don't want to lean into because honestly, we are our rhetoric is so poor and just hitting a talking point isn't good enough. Yeah, well. And so I, I think there's many ways to deal with this. Um, and you can't tell Trump not to talk like Trump. Trump is going to talk like Trump. My problem is that we are talking too much like Trump. Okay. And so I think one of the things to do is to say, you know, if, if it is a trap, there's more than ways. If you think you're in a trap and it's a trap, it's like, you know what? I'll tell you one thing. I care about black people and I care about life and I care about the fact that they would be dying at high rates. Mm-hmm. Um, and the highest rate that I see where black people are dying at right now is because of abortion. Right. And so I really want to ask the question, why is it that black people feel like it's OK to take and walk their children into the abortion clinic and to kill their very own people? Mm-hmm. That concerns me. Yeah. And my heart is for them. And so what I want to do in my policies that I've been putting in act is to try and make sure that the minorities among us are the ones who can do the best. How do I vote and the, for and, and the politicians that we have right now, <laughs> the politicians that we have right now don't seem to care about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so and, and let me be honest with you. There are a lot of white people that die at the hand of police officers, too. And that's not to be like a push off to say, oh, you know what? So therefore, it's OK. No, yeah. it's not OK mm-hmm. that our police officers are killing American citizens of whom I care dearly about. 
You know, well, I'm going to so, vote for Knox in November. <laughs> I said, I'm just writing him in. I'm just writing in chocolate Knox. That's what I'm doing. You're, we can do a better job with our rhetoric, and we don't have to. We are so, I mean, this is what you were talking about earlier, being able to hold these two things together. There is nothing wrong with being able to hold those two worlds together. Remember, too, the person who you're talking to. Right. Remember, we want to win them. Mm-hmm. We don't want to just beat them in the head. And most of the time, I'm seeing facts used to beat people in the head instead of saying, how do I use that to be able to say, man, I am with you. Why don't you agree with me about how God says to run the world? Right. But that, you know, but that would assume that these people, that the, that people actually are going to follow an argument. Yeah. And right. I, I agree. <laughs> and, you know, that's another, maybe we have to talk about this in the third segment. Yeah, we should get we, there. We, yeah. we need to talk about the fact that we're talking to dead men. Yeah. We mm. are preaching to yeah, bones right. that are that's not right. alive and we yeah. need to be mindful of that too. Yeah. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk yeah. to Robert Borden from Classical Conversation. Yeah. Oh, the revolution happened in education. Robert. Coming up next. How to, be a, how to be a person. <laughs> I, I really want right. to hear this. That's right. I know, I know. <laughs> I want to get a, a peek at the notes. <laughs> when a medical need arises, hundreds of thousands of Christians across the nation care for one another by sharing financially for those medical needs. Samaritan members pray and reflect God's love and care by providing for one another. While times continue to change, God's love doesn't. He cares for us as we are called to care for one another. Welcome back to Cross Politic on the one and only Fight Laugh Feast Network. Don't forget to sign up for the Fight Laugh Feast Conference in Nashville. October 1st October through the 3rd. October 1st through the 3rd. Go to yes. fightlaughfeast.com, sign up now, and if you're a member, you get $100 off. Just email Gabe the Waterboy, and it'll give you a code. Contact at fightlaughfeast.com. Yeah, $100 off. It's like you're losing money. If you don't sign up, and who wants to lose conference? money in the COVID crisis? Man, right? yeah. We got a bunch of Dave Ramsey fans out there, so yeah. I know they're wanting to sign up for that. Hey, with us right, right now, we got Mr. Robert Borton. What up, Rob? He's the CEO, up, Classical Conversations. He is married. He got three kids. And they all baptized. Yes, sir. And see, that's of course what, they that's are. Like, yeah. All right, Rob. You know right. the yeah. thing you got to remember though about Robert is that he played rugby. Yes, Ooh. at Clemson. Yes, sir. See, you don't mess with that guy, and he runs like I mean, is it like how is it the world's biggest online classical Christian school company? In person, world's <laughs> largest in person. Yeah, we're now in forty three countries. So forty three countries, right? Every single state. Wow. So we've got a community near you. Forty three. What's the newest country? Texas. Uh, Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> As soon as they leave, they'll be number 44. Uh, of course, we have Texas is our biggest state. Uh, that's where we have the most uh, students. Oh, wow. Uh, um, but, yeah, we've been adding a lot of uh, countries in South South America. And so oh, uh, we're definitely adding down there uh, in the Philippines and uh-huh. then Mexico as well. So, so I've been reading. Been working hard on Spanish I mean, translations. This whole crazy. I mean, 2020 is crazy. Um, the COVID crazy, the riots, I mean, I don't know, the orders, 
all this stuff. And the schools are, I mean, a bunch of them are talking about not opening back up. I mean, I was reading this morning. That's right. California's two largest school districts uh, announced that they're not going to be open for in-person instruction. L.A. and San Diego. Yeah. Orange County's packed in between, and apparently they're they're yeah. opening. So, but, yep. you know, even, you even corrected me. I said online. I didn't mean to say online. I know classical conference is not online. But you said in person, and then you underlined it. In person. <laughs> so is classical conversations going to be in person this fall? Good Lord willing, if we have to meet under a tree or in a boat, you know, just let us be. <laughs> I know, that's right. Hey, I, when you when you were talking earlier, you said that um, the you guys have schools on across the nation, uh, across the world, actually. And I was thinking, do people in other countries understand the need for homeschooling better than you think some of the people in America do? Well, I, when we talk to people internationally, you know, they feel like they were the only ones and didn't know other people felt that way. And mm. so when they find classical conversations or find out more about what we're doing here in the United States, uh, you know, they just are, first of all, super grateful that there's someone who's willing to help them get started and they don't mm. have to figure it all out. Um, and really a lot of people, you know, foreigners already homeschooled because – the schools there are so poor. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like in Brazil, where we're growing like wildfire, um, they only do half-day schools. So the parents pretty much have to homeschool anyways. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, and then the poor people don't necessarily have schools. There's not like the government-run systems that we see here in the United States in a lot mm-hmm. of places. So there's a lot of uh, not homeschooling like we think of here in the United States, but people educating and living their lives with their kids. And, and now we can come alongside them and give them a great educational platform and, and process. Uh, and really just, I think we can make a huge impact um, in some of these countries so by just raising leaders. Why would, why would somebody sign up with classical conversations? Well, classical conversations equips parents to educate their children using the timeless tools of learning within the current culture. And so classical conversations focus is on the parents and equipping them. So with all these new homeschoolers coming in, right. you know, we want to make sure that, you know, they have their kids at home, which is awesome. Uh, but they often don't know what to do and know where to start. And that's where we can fill in all those gaps for them. And we have online training and that in-person community where we're going to connect them with a veteran homeschooler that can help mentor them and make sure that they have a great year and make sure that their kids don't fall behind because a lot of parents, you know, these kids are losing a year of education or people are afraid they're going to lose a year yeah, of education. Right. Wow. I'm personally not. I think having them at home is going to accelerate their education. And when you have a partner like Classical Conversation with our proven program and proven process, you know, you can give them a great educational year and set them up going forward, no matter what your educational choices are in the future. You know, we've, we've talked a lot about it on, on the show since the whole Corona panic started, man, I mean, back in March. Right. And we've, we've really kind of been trying to, every, every interview or every um, person that we've been getting on the show, is, we know there's an opportunity here. You know, the coronavirus has come in. It's, you yeah. know, maybe shut down some businesses, but where's the opportunities to serve, to grow your business, or to start a new business? How has the coronavirus uh, impacted or affected classical conversations and all this? Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, not being at a meet in person, we had to pivot our in person training for parents this year online. Uh, so you can find that actually on our YouTube channel, which is great because. 
before you had to make time and find babysitters or sign up for our camps to go, but now you're able to watch it on demand online and really get that great training um, that you may have missed before. And so we've been able to really pivot a lot of what we've done and make it accessible to a wider range of people. And with everyone that is making late decisions to homeschool, mm. being able to have that online when they would have missed it if it had been in person um, makes it so that those who choose classical conversations are going to be much more prepared to have a successful year with their kids at home than someone who doesn't. How many how many kids or, or have you been able to get a handle on like the growth of the homeschooling movement nationwide because of all the schooling shutdown? Yeah, so there's two there's homeschooling and then there's public schools at home. And obviously when you do public school at home, the local school still gets fully funded. Oh, and so wait. we're seeing a lot of people uh, a lot of schools obviously offer public school at home and under the guise of homeschooling in order to keep their funding. And so it's hard to know the exact number of um, people who are going to be privately educating at home, which we would consider homeschoolers, not public schoolers at home. But I Mm. suspect it could double. Um, But I think the number of people who are educating at home is going to, well, it's going to grow exponentially, maybe 10x. You could see almost uh, a third... You can see a third of children being educated at home uh, this year versus your typical about five five percent. So now, is is rugby Whoa. part of the classical <laughs> conversations curriculum? <laughs> <laughs> no, we definitely encourage you to find a local club. Usually, <laughs> rugby is a sport that's played in clubs instead of through schools, yeah. and so it's a sport that a lot of homeschoolers have access to. If you want that physicality, because it's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, you know, one thing that you said I just picked up on, my wife was really upset during the COVID thing happened and people were talking about schools. It's like, I guess everybody's going to homeschool now. And she looked at me and she said, baby, that ain't homeschooling. Just because them kids are at home, right. their education isn't that of a homeschooler. Would you walk that out a little bit and separate and explain the difference between public school at home versus classical conversations of what you guys are doing? Sure. So public school at home is really designed around the teacher and the curriculum and the student, uh, pretty much in that order, uh, versus homeschooling is designed for the family. Mm. And so when you have homeschooling, and what we hear from these uh, people who tried to do public school to finish off the school year and now come into classical conversations is they didn't know what to do. Um, You know, they weren't. Yeah. Really, you know, the teachers were doing the best that they could. It wasn't that it was the teacher's fault or anything, but this, the public school system isn't designed to do public school at home. It's not friendly to the parents. It doesn't take a child's nature into consideration. It takes into consideration that a teacher is trying to teach 100 or 120 students um, in a day on Zoom classes uh, often. So it's just not – It's not beneficial to the family. It's not beneficial to the student versus homeschooling curriculum is designed for a homeschool mom or dad who is picking the curriculum intentionally, has no experience in the subjects whatsoever, and is designed to uh, have your child master the subject without having a master teacher. And so that's really the difference is a homeschool curriculum is designed for you, the homeschooling family, to be successful. And the online public school at home is really designed to get 
those 180 days out of the way and just do their best um, to get through. Not I, I, very good. I wonder if you know these these public home uh, homeschool at home situations. If I said <laughs> that right, uh, where the parent starts seeing the curriculum and the sex education curriculum. And the the you evolution. know we yeah, evolved evolution. from tadpoles and, exactly, and then they're trying to help their uh, kids, you know, with the homework assignments, answer the questions, all that stuff, and start becoming kind of appalled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm trying to teach my kid, you know, sex education, right? Uh, you know, homosexual educate, you know, sex education. Uh, you know, I, I imagine that's a huge shocker to this to the system. How many have you seen a big? Uh, I don't know, you know, influx, uh, influx from home, from public school over into classical conversations kind of in terms of inquiry, I guess. I don't mean, I don't know how you'd even judge that yet. Yeah. So, you know, we'll know what our enrollment numbers are uh, in September, uh, but we are hearing from parents that they did not know what their kids were being exposed to and um, the ideas that they were being taught. Mm. And so we are hearing from parents searching for other opportunities. Uh, typically this time of year, we're getting about 40 to 50 leads per day through our website. Um, right now we're getting between 350 and 400 leads per day through our Holy website. So we're seeing wow. an 8x. We're doing it in a day what we no, almost do in a week wow, uh, wow. normally. And Robert- it's just been shooting up. Yeah. More and more. Can you talk to us, uh, remind our audience about this cool program you started recently for moms yeah. who want to get a master's degree? Yeah, so we're launching our pilot program uh, for moms who want to get a master's degree in uh, classical education uh, through SEU. Uh, it's part of us giving back to the homeschool community. Our focus, as I said, is educating parents on how to educate their children, and we have some of the best educated parents in the world, not because mm. they were that way when they started, but because we've empowered them and give them the tools and given them just the opportunity to have that happen. And so we saw really an opportunity to value our homeschooling parents that uh, choose to use classical conversations for their family. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a unique opportunity and really designed for them because when they empty nest, right, you have this homeschooling mom who's been homeschooling for 12 years or 20 years. Right. Uh, but they're not credentialed, and it's difficult for them to go get a job. Uh, you know, maybe they'll go do work at the church or the library, which are great things to do, but there's not a lot of businesses and schools don't value that experience like they ought to. Mm. And by getting credentialed, um, you know, they can have opportunities to really start that second career path after sacrificing economic gain for uh, so many years for the good of their family, right. the good of their country. Yeah, I, lo- I love I love that idea of just honoring moms. Yeah, who yeah. sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, and of course, dad's got to be intimately involved in this. Oh, it yeah. can't just be a mom thing. But I but I love the fact that they're honoring that and seeking to uh, to highlight that. Um, I, one of the questions I have was, um, what are you seeing or what are you hearing? Um, you know, across the country with all these. You know, we were talking again in person stuff earlier, but lockdown orders, shutdown orders, you know, um, quarantine orders, whatever. How is that affecting um, the classical conversations communities that are meeting? Um, are any of them running into legal problems? Have any of them, um, you know, said, you know, whatever, we're going to meet anyways? And uh, and are you know, shh, 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 how's shh, how's that going? Be done telling on them. Yeah. So um, 
obviously, you know, California shut down churches again, right. and in fact, shut down worship inside their own uh, how homes. So, I mean, we are mm. against tyranny. We are for Christian freedom. Um, so each community is kind of having to navigate that. We've given them a list of ways to start the school year. Um, you know, they might start in homes. Uh, they might start uh, under a tree. Right. Uh, they might start in a park. Um, they might uh, start online even. I know I said we don't do online school, but, you know, we're, uh, we've given them the tools to start online if they're in an area that needs to do that. Uh-huh. Um, but the nice thing about CC is our groups are very small, typically uh, no more than eight uh, for uh, the younger ages and then no more than 12 for uh, middle school and high school. And so we're really um, able to fit under most uh, rules. We've got a partnership. We've got a great partnership with an insurance company um, that families or groups can opt into. That's going to give them some COVID-19 coverage if something oh, does wow. happen. Um, and, of course, we've got different waivers. Uh, we've given different ideas for procedures and different policies for communities so that they can um, support uh, whatever you know, whatever needs that they have, because we are supporting people in 43 countries and all 43 (laughs) countries are experiencing some level of COVID Mm. and it's Mm. impossible. It's impossible. And we wouldn't ever dictate to homeschooling families, like how, how to do it. Sure. So we've tried to, you know, we've been in touch with doctors, nurses, epidemiologists, uh, you know, and looking at the different websites and just really providing them a great, number of resources so whatever situation they find themselves in right uh they can homeschool with confidence uh during these trying times i remember back in uh when i was homeschooled back in texas in the early 80s uh it was actually illegal in texas when we first started Mm -hmm. and whenever someone would knock at the door during the day my mom would tell all the kids to run into the closet so we'd (laughs) go We'd go into the closet. Which explains a lot about you, Gabe. <laughs> it does, it does. <laughs> Come out the closet. Well, well because, because mom didn't want Child Protective Services if they came by. I know. It, I this know. is a real thing. I yeah. know. I know. And, and mom didn't want you know them hearing kids in the background if they yeah. came by knocking the door. Yeah. And, and so, well, anyways, by the grace of God, like Texas changed and that, all, that, all the homeschooling opened up in Texas. Right. Uh, but it's nice for things to come full circle. Like now, public schools are wanting to homeschool their kids right now. Right. <laughs> you know, they're, yeah, yeah. they're doing public school at home and all that, all that stuff. Have you had a chance to like consult with like the public school system or like your state or any of that? Yeah. To say, hey, like, here's, here's how you do. It. We've been doing this for a long time. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I've had parents reach out to me ask if we would, um, but no, I haven't had any. Uh, you know, the government likes to do what the government does, and they don't want to have uh, people with experience. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Robert Borton is from classicalconversations.com. You should go check them out. You know, one of the things is amazing. It's not only good for your kids, but it's great for you, too. I mean, yeah. this is it's a great way to have a good lineage. Robert, thank you so much for joining us on Cross Politics. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for supporting us. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. You guys keep up the good work. Just keep on fighting. You too, That's brother. More right cl- yeah. Not so much Easton. We're, 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 we're fighting We're right fighting now. right now. <laughs> <laughs> More Cross Politics when we come back. Most Americans love their higher education like they love their cheese. Factory produced, unhealthy, floppy, and neutered to flavor, thanks to the easily offended. We prefer our education sharp, hard, and handcrafted in Idaho. 
New St. Andrews College. Biblically integrated, culturally potent, liberal arts, in person, this fall. Did Toby just clap? He's feeling good. He just clapped. What? Feeling his what? what did you put in my same page summer mug, Gabe? Well, since this isn't NRB TV or Xfinity, um, that's Jameson right uh, there. Yeah. Oh. Is that, Jameson. That's some strong drink. Yep. So is, my, it okay, is it son. okay to drink Jameson out of the founder's mug? <laughs> <laughs> so my, Sorry, son, my son's middle name is Jameson. So Cash uh, Jameson, song and whiskey right after, there. After, after, really? after Jameson. Really? Yes. You would do that. Yep. I baptize my founder's mug with Jameson. <laughs> we love you, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Cross Politic. This is the third segment in which we're just going to kick it. Yeah. We're going to freestyle. There's, you know, a lot, there's a lot to kick. Which just means it's, we have no idea we're going to talk about, no. and this is very dangerous. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, guys, I was listening to a podcast. I sent it to you guys yesterday. Um, by Daniel Horowitz, yeah, who we've had on, we've had on the show, who's little firecracker, sharp, man, sharp guy, man, he just put man. a yeah. coin in and he just goes. <laughs> I mean, remember when we had him on and he just yeah. went, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And the guys, is that a Jewish thing? Brilliant, because uh, these, these, he, um, I mean, they, they just do. Is, is he a messianic wait, wait. Jew? I don't know if I can say that after all the things that Nick Cannon that said. Is, so ooh. I don't know, but it wasn't. Ra- I, I, are we going to get canceled? Anyway, all right, I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead. That's it. Sorry, Viacom. <laughs> sorry, you're fired. Chick Fil A. <laughs> Horowitz um, had a great podcast. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, a couple days ago. Check it out, Conservative Review. If you, if you do podcasts, yeah, it's a good. Yeah, uh, Conservative it's a good Review is a, is a really good. Yeah, uh, I don't listen to it tons. Yeah, uh, but everything that I've heard from from Horowitz or listened to him, I always appreciate it. He's been oh, on top of the COVID uh-huh. thing really well. Always appreciate it. But he yeah. had one. I'm um, just recently. I just. Just I'm trying to, I'm trying to find thing. it. Conservative Review. It's it's um the the most. It's one of the more recent ones. It's called County Government. Mm. Um, and uh, county governments are the key to conservative counter revolution. It's episode six eighty. Okay. okay, check it out. Um, there's a bunch of interesting stuff. Well worth your time. It's thirty forty minutes long. Um, the first thing though that was really interesting to me is he starts off with a monologue, and just sort of tears into Trump. <gasps> And, um, and, and, but cancel them for, but for a change. I mean, the thing is, is that a lot of there's people that tear into Trump either just because they're liberals yep. or there's people who are tearing into Trump and never I just, Trumpers or just, yeah, this like, level sort of, of this like ideological, like Trump has to be wrong yeah. and I will find the way that he's wrong. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. The never Trumper thing right. that I just, you know, I, I listen to and read some of them just cause I want to kind of keep my finger on that pulse, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I rarely connect with them. I, it, like yeah. at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't, I think you're just, we, we actually tried just, with, with French. I don't think yeah. it worked. It just didn't connect. Yeah. It wasn't, no, David like, French would be a great it, example, but a very intelligent man. Yeah. Really have, I, I think highly of him, but like, we're just like chains yeah. passing in the night. Yeah. And, and club members, you got to log into our portal to be able to watch our like, two and a half hour interview yeah. with yeah. their time was, of Trump it was, it was so, really with French. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> no, Trump. not Trump with, yeah, with French, yeah. but, but, but Horowitz and Steve Dace is actually, I'd put him in the same category. I yeah. really appreciate these guys. I, f- I mean, I think they, Frequently are f- just more straight up the middle, yeah. Um, conservatives, right. mm-hmm. and they and they just they they play it as they see it. They, they you know they and they call it as they see it. Yeah. And um and they aren't afraid to, to ding Trump and say 
what the heck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. that was stupid. And, and, and that was dumb, and that yeah. was bad. And at the same time, it's not like they have to. Right. And they're right. willing to say, good job, Trump. Way to go, and, and appreciate that. And that was, you know, that was a B plus, or that was right. a C minus, right. whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Anyways, this is an example of that, where he's going hard and saying, basically, Trump, what the heck? He's, he's, he's keying off of um, this recent um, primary runoff with um, Alabama, Jeff, Jeff Sessions. Jeff, Jeff Sessions, yep. and who would he run against? Is like Tommy... Lasorda or something. Tommy Newcomer, you know. <laughs> something, I don't yeah. remember. Um, but he, and he said basically Trump threw his way behind and he endorsed a rhino. Yeah. And this isn't the first time that he's done that. Now, he's, you know, we know that there's been some politics between Sessions and Trump. And, right, you right. Know, and, and, you know. And I, I actually, I don't fault Trump for not being on Sessions' side yeah, anymore. Yeah. But, you know. but the point is, is the, uh, Horowitz is saying this is not the first time that he's got, he's endorsed the rhino. Yeah. And his point saying basically the National Republican Party Tuberville, yeah, Tommy Tuberville, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he was like that. Um, God would do that. Yeah, he would. Um, but he's like he said, the National Republican Party really is pretty messed up. Yeah. And and what he's pointing out though is is that Trump it gives us sort of the the worst of both worlds in certain respects, especially over the last few months. Yeah. In that um, he he sort of has this verbal opposition to the liberal progressive yeah. movement that we you know we need to shut everything down. He stands up there. Um, we right. need to we need to we know um, face mask orders whatever and then the BLM thing comes along and it's like you know riots and everything and so and Trump like sort of has this like stand up like yeah I'm against that. Right, right. But then in practice he's not actually fighting it. Mm-hmm. As evidenced by the fact that he's endorsing and defending a lot of rhinos going into the legislature who, who would be the ones who would actually change the legislation. Law. <laughs> right, right. The president doesn't change law. The right. Congress does. Right. right? Um, but he said, you know, basically, this is the worst of both worlds. We have you know, him fighting the liberals sort yeah. of in, in name. In Twitter. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm against that. But yep. then what he's actually doing is putting people into Congress who will capitulate just like all the Republican governors, basically except for South right. Dakota, right, yeah, right. have done. I mean, right. our own Republican governor yep. just rolled over with all of the the same COVID, COVID stuff, crazy. Yeah. But is, but isn't this? I mean, this is as far as strategy is concerned. Isn't this what you would do if you're a president? In one sense, because with Jeff you, Sessions, use the bully pul- pulpit kind Jeff, of things. That, well, with Jeff Sessions, you're in the middle of a, of a fight, right? And and the guy recuses himself. Who could actually help you engage the battle? Right. And so when you start looking at the landscape, and you're like, "Wait, he's one of the better of them." Yeah. Okay, I'm starting to think I need to move people out of the way yeah. and make them I and mean, find the guys who are going to be with me. I mean, in one sense, Trump is a is a bulldog. He doesn't need other bulldogs. He right. wants people who are malleable, who are movable. So getting a rhino for him makes sense. Right. Well, so I don't think he, he gets, wants people malleable. No, no, I think no, he wants no. fighters that uh, that are going to fight the way he fights uh, and fights on the same. Topics that he fights. Trump doesn't want to have no. somebody button heads with him. Right. Not he, a, no, no, I don't, yeah, I agree with you on that. But, it's uh, not button heads, but, but, but he real, wants you to fight. But he does. Real, but a real fighter would fight him. Right. And Trump doesn't want that. <laughs> because, and, and the truth in that is that remember when the, bucks, uh, the, the uh, bump stocks happened? Silence. Yeah. yeah. Silence. Yeah, he totally buckled. Yeah. Nothing. Sign, he signed it. And, and, and it went right through, and we hardly heard anybody say anything. Yeah, right. When that happened, it was like, whoa. Or, or how about all these, like, how many trillions of dollars did we just throw at COVID? Uh, yeah, well, we're looking around, too. With, yeah, I mean, when he knows the facts. I mean, he, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And where's, I mean, there's a couple of little voices. Eh, we don't know about Right, right, right. right. Um, you know, the most pushback we got was from a couple of Republicans who said, let's cap the minimum, you know, let's cap the, the payouts at the minimum wages of each state. And that didn't even pass. But right. even guys like David Bonson was for that. 
Yeah, because he but what Bonson was for was like, no, you broke something. Yeah. But you yeah, broke something. Yeah, right, right. But, but guys, I mean, so much, I mean, this is a, now we're going on a rabbit. This is, we're talking about but, all sorts of layers going but, on. But I'm just I'm just gonna say it okay. because this is a freestyle. I won't care. Yeah. Um, that is a big part of our problem. This COVID thing. Why do we need to drag it out? Because there's more money in it. Yeah. Of course, there yeah. is money subsidizing this insanity yeah. and power. Right. Right. Exactly. And you remember power. the JFK I mean, building got over thirty million dollars. I mean, this, I mean, this through is, all I mean the, you just yeah. tied trillions of dollars yeah. to COVID. Yep. Yep. What could go wrong? Right. Yep. Yeah. You are you are incentivizing. You are paying for more crisis. Yeah. I more shutdowns. I, w- I will say though, some of the fallout from COVID, um, and I put the whole BLM movement yep. inside of that. Um, Trump did not give. The, was it the governor of Minnesota? I know. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, they didn't give him any, yeah, any money for Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. you yeah. let your city burn. Yeah. You don't get money. Well, and, and, uh, <laughs> so in one sense, it's kind of like, okay. But this is like, we are not very, like our standards have dropped. It's like, um, how to be a person. <laughs> how, can, can we be people now? We're back to here. Yeah. Genesis chapter one. But, but the, here's the thing. Um, yeah. and, and this actually, this ties in, um, I, I think, so I, I don't think, the point that Horowitz is making, which I think is a pretty strong one. I think so, too. Is that Trump is not a conservative. Yeah. Well, and anybody who it, thought he was, though, no, shame right, on you. Right, right, So, So no. keep that in mind. And, and but what about, what about the whole thing? Push back a little bit there. The whole thing is, you know, we've t- said this before on the show. Pastor Wilson's brought this up. You know, where he kind of campaigned centrist and yeah. is governed far well, more conservative. I, I think there's points to make there. Yeah. That he, that he has governed more conservatively than many people thought, yeah. or more than what we ever expected. But, 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 our, stand, but our standards. <laughs> we're, were a person. Hey, are, we almost had Hillary person. people. <laughs> we almost had Hillary. We almost had Hillary. <laughs> okay, so, our, so anything Trump does is like conservative. I mean, <laughs> we're almost about to get Biden. So don't, no, we not. Don't but take I this. Rebuke that spirit. Don't, yeah. don't take this as me saying I'm not grateful. Yeah, right. right. I'm grateful. Yeah. Um, and I'm great. And I think there have been a lot of um, judges appointed that were are yeah. way more are actually conservative. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's still a major gold star in his chart. Yeah. But I think the point that is being made, though, is that, yeah, I think what he's after is people who are uh, more willing to just sort of be on his team. Right. Not so much oh, people absolutely. who are committed to ideology. Right. They're not. Cons- they're not con- or principles. Principles. Yeah, 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 yeah there right, you go. That's right. a better word. Yeah. Um, conservative principles, which will sometimes run a roughshod over what Trump wants to do. Right. And when somebody stands there and says, no, these are my principles. Yeah, he can't, that, that, that can harm him. That, that, if, if Trump's got a play that he wants to make right there, um, you know, then you're in his way. Because Trump's principles are malleable depending on the situation. Exactly. That's, that's the yeah. point that I yeah. think Horowitz is trying yeah. to make. And I think we at least, I mean, if we're going to be a sort of hold your nose supporters of his reelection campaign, right. campaign, we need to do that with our eyes open, recognizing that that's not, that's not good. Right. Um, it may be better than the alternative. Biden. Yeah. It may be better than um, something, you know, and, and you just say, oh, okay, Dementia that's, Joe. That's slowing us down. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's slowing us down. Now, the thing that was funny, we were talking about Nick Cannon. You know the Nick Cannon <laughs> Yeah, things. Nick Cannon get up there and basically said some, it wasn't just anti-Semitic things, it was just racist, period. I think he said white people are like, like animals? Yeah, but so people don't know this, but there is a huge study out there that talks about melanin, okay? okay. I've been into the study since 2010 uh, because- there's some family stuff going on. Uh-oh. And, you know. Uh-oh. I, you know, Do you need to name some names? Uh, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to have Thanksgiving and somebody makes some really good chicken. So I want to. <laughs> but let's just say that I've been in, involved where the, there's this idea that melanin is actually what manages sanity. 
Mm. And so more melanin that you have in your skin, the more sane you are. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of insane. Right. And so people who have less melanin yeah. are actually far more insane and do things right. that are. Right. And so Nick Cannon, is, and it's, a lot of this comes from the five pointers in Islam uh, and kind of the more uh, perverted. Is that like form. Calvinism? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. Calvin just rolled in his grave. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Sorry, Calvin. And so, and that black, I love you. The black Hebrew Israelite stuff too? Uh, so, so the black Hebrew Israelite lights have some of that yeah. a part of the some of them blends into this so, so yes. it's a, but it's a black but supremacy it's it's kind of thing. It, absolutely it's, yeah. it's pretty it's much just, it's just another version of darwinism it's, really it's, it's, it's well yeah. it's yeah. margaret sanger gone the other side yeah, yeah. that's right. exactly what it is so he makes these comments on his show uh yes yeah, he has his own podcast on, he was doing on viacom on viacom, yeah, on viacom which is owned by um so viacom is viacom but viacom owns mtv oh there we go and okay. he has a show that is called wild and out okay. which is a very popular show it was very yeah. brilliant what he did so he says this stuff on the show and viacom says by Nick. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're gone. Done. You're canceled. You're done. That yeah. didn't take it very long. That, no, Are they that, funded by the Jews? Uh, well, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. We don't know. They but, own the banks. And then, so. and then P. Diddy. <laughs> and so Diddy decides to come out and says, hey, you can come on. I got a, yeah. I got a spot for you on my network. Right. And, uh, and But Fox, Fox, interestingly, where he, he does the mass Singer, they didn't fire him. So Nick Cannon does the mass singing yeah. on, on Fox. Yeah. They, they, he hosts. He hosts the mass yeah, singing. Okay. So, so, well, it's not political. Well, yeah. have you seen those masks? Oh. <laughs> um, did you Did you see but, a Sarah Palin? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, one. But the whole so thing bad. is though, is that the Fox he actually came back out and apologized for what he said. Yeah. And he had some rabbis reach out to him from the Jewish community. Yeah, they did the whole thing. They, and they and shook hands. And they and blessed him, and, and, yeah. and now he's kosher. He's, yeah, no, he's kosher. <laughs> he, he, he got he got uh, exonerated. He, yeah. He, he, yeah. Okay. And Viacom just lost a, a, sh- yeah. a great show for them. Millions of dollars. Yeah. Yep. So because they, they weren't like Nike. Fox, Fox, <laughs> Fox and Diddy know how this actually works. Which is interesting. Fox. You would think that yeah. they would be like, what? Yeah. no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just got done getting rid of a guy so, off of Tucker Carlson's well, show. But, but hey, it's, it's good to have a guilty employee. <laughs> and then they just decided to keep Nick Cannon. If I'm yeah. the guy who's yeah, on but Tucker you got, Carlson's Now you got show, a guilty employee, though. You got a guilty black employee right, now, who can be moved but, right. and but, maneuvered. But here's the thing, guys. So what this shows me, yeah. though, is you just have these these two big examples of what we just talked about. You got Trump over here on the right. You yeah, got yeah. Nick Cannon and Viacom and yeah. Fox and Diddy over here on the left. Yep. And um, and they're doing the same thing, playing the same game. They're playing the same game. Viacom um, was with the kind of idiots running that show. Think think that that the ideology of a purity, of of uh, of ideological purity, mm-hmm. commitment to the BLM, whatever. By the way, BLM completely agrees with Nick Cannon. Just so you know that their ideology oh, yeah. is oh, right yeah. along with Nick right. Cannon. But, but but the whole like facade of intersectionality the whole facade of it is is it's a facade yeah yeah they're not actually interested in the truth <laughs> and right. consistency yeah that's right okay a, yep. it's about power yeah and Which, you're saying you're saying neither is trump yeah. and neither is viacom they're not built on principles yeah so now, now i happen to think that in in the big picture i think trump's closer to to true principles on well viacom uh, thought there were some principles right? right and so they excommunicated him right yeah, they they, right. they tried they treated it like church discipline they right, said right. you're going to have to go and they canceled him hey blm yeah. look at us yeah. Yeah. see what we did and, and did they get any kudos uh well uh kind of Maybe a few. they lost on a lot of money but now they're going to now they're going to lose uh, yeah the reason the way you know the whole blm intersectionality nonsense is just a facade and they don't mean it is that Governor Ralph Northam is still the governor of Virginia. Right. Mm. Are there right. black people that still live in Virginia under his authority? I don't know. Are there? 
I, I, yeah, yeah, I mean that's yeah. the thing though is that it's not it's not real. It's, it's not principled. It's it's yeah. about malleability. It's about will you? Oh, you you said this earlier. Um, are you going to be an ally? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, are you an yeah. ally? Yeah, yeah. And, and Viacom wanted to show that they were an ally with the ideology that they right. thought Black Lives Matter. And it turns out it's not about the ideology; it's about the revolution. Mm. What we're right. what we're what Marxism is about is a revolution. Right. We need to disrupt everything. We need to erase the past and history, and and completely uproot everyone. Yeah. Um. So that we can. So that we can. You know. Ultimately, what they are promising is some kind of utopia. Yeah. Right. Um. But it's it's all about the revolution. It's all about violence. It's all about Darwinism, which basically says that when you um because of, out of chaos emerges Comes order. Order. Yeah. 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 Um. That's the that's their great. That's their religion. Mm-hmm. That's their faith. And so it was that Black Lives Matter is like we're completely behind. I, they haven't said this, but the biggest mistake that Viacom assumed was that the revolution, Nat Cannon is still pushing the revolution. Right. He just maybe spoke too soon about where we're headed. <laughs> right? Yeah. He, he's, just, right. he's just a little bit too long. Well, I thought it would be insane. When I was studying this stuff, I mean, this is years ago, year, at least 10 years ago, yeah. maybe more. I never thought I would hear this hit a public stage. I yeah. never thought that, I would, that kind of stuff, that kind of yeah. talk, someone as big as Nick Cannon, that it would hit a public stage. And he was talking to, uh, I think, one of the rappers from Public Enemy, uh, uh, who got kicked out of the group because of anti-Semitism. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, <laughs> really. And so, so it was like I never thought that that would hit the level where yeah. we would. And as, guys, as, if you really want to blow your mind, just go on YouTube, check yeah. out Lack of Melanin and. And the test that all that it's 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 out there and and it's they're using scientists to promote it, which makes you think: Do I really want to trust anything the CDC says? Right. No. (laughs) Right. I I mean, they have changed their minds so many times on so many things. It's like, guys, are we going to come together and say we were wrong here? Look, I am fine with someone coming out and saying, "Okay, we need to do this now," but you better tell me you were wrong here. Right. Right. This was wrong. Yeah. We shouldn't have said it. Yeah, we right. did not understand. This, Forgive us. Yeah. And all of this goes back to actually where Horowitz ends his podcast. That's where we started. Yeah. yeah. Um, where he's, he's saying basically the National Republican Party is pretty corrupt, messed up. Nationally. Nationally. But he says what we need to be doing is we need to be working locally. Yeah. Mm. And, um, and there's, there's a couple of different applications of this. He lands particularly on counties and county commissioners. Yeah. Is there anybody in this room running for county commissioner? I don't know. Are you seeing anybody? Okay. Well, oh, if, oh, 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 yeah. Wow. Well, hello. What's oh, your name? Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm Gabriel Wrench running for county commissioner. Okay. okay. Lake um, Talk but, County. But he, he points out that this is actually a place where, um, we can exert, um, the greatest amount of influence right now yeah, um, as right. conservatives right. Um, at the local levels. Um, we have an election coming up in November, right. and I think the point that he makes and the point that I would want to underline even more would be to say, I think if this thing has not shown us anything at all, yeah, it's, 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 that, um, it's that the local, um, your mayor yep. and your city council and your county commissioners yep. and your local health districts yep. exert far more influence over your everyday life mm-hmm. than Trump or Biden. Yeah. Then you realize. Then you realize. And here, here's the thing: is we actually have. Um, our, I mean, our whole government was set up that way. Right. You think of when you throw a rock in the pond, and that first ripple is the biggest impact. Right. And that's why our state set up counties. That's right. why we set up cities because we recognize that the biggest political impact on our lives yeah. comes from that first ripple. Right. 
and then it ripples out from there. But we f- we flipped it all upside down. That's right. You where we think all worked up about the national who's it, president and, who, and all this kind of stuff. Exactly. Like, like yeah, vote for that and do the best you can do with that. But it, I mean, where does where do you live? Right. Yeah. Right. Where do you live? What's affecting how you go to the store? Right. Whether you got to wear a diaper over your face or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 happening locally. That's right. And, and what what we don't when you look back now, the reason that we were really so concerned about if Hillary won or not, because we knew that there was nothing to protect us from the federal legislation right. that she would pass right. and that she would push, right? We knew there was nothing. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that we relinquished local politics. And, be, and we gave, and, and that's, and we know we have right. nobody there. We don't there. have any of the other protections. We're we supposed have, to be layers. Yeah. We don't have a governor. We, we haven't been exercising those muscles. No, we don't have no, a commissioner. No. We don't have a sheriff. Right. We don't have a mayor. We, yeah. we don't have anybody in line. Right. And it's right. like, you know what? We need to go back and restore all those foundations. Exactly. And this is important to think, think about, too. Right now, if you're in California, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say California is going to have to go down. Yeah. It's just yeah. up in flames. Yeah. If you're there. It's like we're in that submarine and we're and, and that, that chamber is filled with water and we're yeah. just going to have to close it down. Yeah. Sorry, I, guys. You, you know, we, we, <laughs> right. In Sorry. order to save this shit. You know, uh, but you know Get what? out now. You, you need to be thinking about where can I, when I moved to Moscow, Idaho, I moved here on accident. It was not right. intentional. Right. I got stuck in this joint. God tricked you. I, God tricked me, and I'm so grateful for it. I was with Darren Doan. I moved to California to go make a film with him. The night I got there, he surprised me and said, guess what? I'm moving, I'm moving to Idaho. And I said, as long as the check is good, I'll go. You know, and But I wasn't intending to, to move here. And I asked him, I said, hey, man, why are you moving to Idaho? Like, what's the deal? He's like, look, from what I can tell, six years, seven years ago now, yeah. had this conversation. From what I can tell, was coming down the pike. I want to be around people who know how to fight, yeah. who know how to engage, know what we're up against, right. and then can um, a, a, a be around a community of men that know how to engage and fight with. And he said, not just on a political level, yeah. but from the family level, all the way to the state level, to the federal level. He's like, right. I, I want to be around those folks because right now I feel like I'm shooting my gun and everybody's looking at me like, why are you shooting right. over there? Right. You, they, they look at me like I'm crazy. Right. He's like, and so I want to be around those people that fight like that. Right. And what you And when I got I, it took me two and a half years to get it. And I'm so glad that I came here because I get it. And what people you, you moved here uh, two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels when, like. When we started cross politics. Right now, <laughs> like, I got it. Right now, I think that we are in the situation where if we are going to preserve the freedoms and liberty that we have, right. we're going to have to make the kind of decisions of like, where in America can I find the points where there's a solid church, it's a solid educational yeah. community yep. there, yep. solid Christians, and I can join with them right. and, and start working from the local level all the way out and right. building out because we, it's, we're in a very detrimental moment yeah. in time in history. Exactly. Daniel Horowitz ends, ends up interviewing a gal um, who's a um, county commissioner for Douglas County, Colorado. Okay. And if you, you know, you've been following Colorado. I mean, Colorado's going hard left. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's not pretty, but, yeah. um, but what they did was there's this tri county health commission that voted. It was a pretty close vote, but they voted to mandate fa- face masks in these three counties. Three counties yeah. There's nine um, uh, people on the health commission, uh, three from each county yeah. that represent each county. Well, anyways, um, the county commissioners met uh, 24 hours later after that mandate was handed down from the health commission, and the county commissioners voted to um, secede. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're Douglas ca- County County D- commissioners. Douglas County um, yeah. pulled out of that health 
commission. That Tri-County uh, Health Commission, yeah. And, yeah. Uh-huh. To, and voted to form their own health commission mm. um, in order to protect themselves and to be independent of those right. kinds of things. That's just an example, though. You better do that now because that's going to come to a point where you can't be able to it, do that pretty it, soon. It's an example, though, where local politics matters. Right. Yeah. It's an example where these county commissioners said, no, we're going to be responsible for our people. We want our people to be responsible for themselves. And we're not going to take orders from this um, appointed, non-elected officials yep. um, related to our health. Remember when we were talking about dying on the hill? Yeah, uh, I think it was like what yeah. last week. Yeah, I think Christians need to realize that right now. Some of these hard, the hard people do. I can't move right now. I can't do yeah. go find. I can't get my commissioner to. You know, yeah. we're kind of in the plot. But here's the place that you can start. Education is still one of the freest mm-hmm. things that you can fight for. Right? right, it's still one of the most easiest things to engage where you can still plant some some um, some stakes and have some uh, uh, mark off a territory. Right. Yeah. And so if you're serious about this and you see the encroach, encroachment that's happening from the federal government, right. the first thing to do is to get your kids out of government schools. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. when I hear people talking about Black Lives Matter, when I hear people talking about social, when I hear people talking about gay marriage, my first question is, hey, you're doing great. Are your kids out of government schools? Right, yep. Because if yeah. they're not, then right. you don't understand right. that you're feeding the very beast that you're fighting. Right, right, right. And so that's the first, and that's the easiest right. thing to how it's right. not that hard. Right, <laughs> to, to just pull your kids out of government it's, schools. It's, it's right. like it's it's like yeah, it's like doing Republican talking points, but sending your kids to the Democratic. You know, <laughs> national convention. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what, what are you? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, why? Why? To go clerk underneath there. <laughs> like, why, why would you do? Why would you do that? Last thing I want to say is your point about um, CDC admitting they're wrong. Yeah. And this is this is the bottom line thing in terms of um, local, um, where it all starts local. Yeah. Um, is that um, this when when somebody when you've been wrong, and you admit that you're wrong, the thing that that does is it, it actually demonstrates that you're committed. To principle. To truth. It means yeah. that there's a standard outside mm. of yourself. It's not about you. It's not about your ego. It's not about your reputation. It's not about your brand. It's about the truth. Yeah. It's, it's, there's something outside of you. And this is the thing that we just set up. You know, this, this just happened. You know, Trump, it, it, you know, it's about his ego. It's about his brand. It's yeah. about his loyalty. And, and I'm grateful that it happens to be right, closer right to along. conservative yeah. um, principles um, than the alternative. Yeah. But that's not the same thing as being committed to the principles of truth. Yeah. Um, and, and the same thing with the Nick Cannon and the Viacom stuff. Viacom is like, hey, it's, it's about principle, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, nah, nah, it's about revolution. It's, yeah. about, it's, about, um, it's about power. It's about right. overturning everything. It's not about the principle. Yeah. Um, it's about what we can get done. Okay, so is it about the principle? If it's about the principle for you, then that means that there's a standard outside of you. That's right. That you are measured against. And that, that standard is the word of God. It's not right. the Republican platform. Yep. It's not the Democrat platform. It's not the Libertarian platform. It's not the con- Constitutionalist platform. Yep. It's the word of God. Yep. That's right. Right? That's, who you're, uh, that's your standard. Which means when you don't meet it, you admit you're wrong and yep. you ask for forgiveness. You yep. confess your sins to your wife, to your husband, to your children, to your parents, to your friends, to your neighbors, to your pastor. To your congregants, right? right? Why? Because it's not about you. It's about Jesus. It's about his word. It's about his kingdom. It's about his standard, right? And that's what our country needs so desperately on the right and the left, all the way. We need a standard that's fixed, and the standard is Jesus and his cross and his resurrection. That's also, you're you're basically talking about humility. It's about how to to be a person. (laughs) Grace Agenda, August 14th and 15th. (laughs) 
All right. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. Preferably October 1st through 3rd at the Fight, Laugh, Feast Conference in Nashville. (laughs) This is Cross Politics.